Hello, this is How to PhD, episode number 26. This week, we're going to be talking about how you can go about enjoying a guilt-free Christmas this year. Hello and welcome back to the show. My name is Aaron and I'm joined as ever by my co-host, Julia. Hello. And this week, we're this is actually our last show of... 2021 right yes yes i don't know where the time went it's, it's gone really quickly and we're here uh, in a slightly makeshift um studio setup uh, so it might sound a little bit different to normal but hopefully you know we, 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 we had to improvise with our mics and things um but we're here ready to record and i think the, the main thing about this episode is really we wanted we, we sort of realized looking on twitter that you know this holiday season i think can bring a lot of stressors to, to PhD candidates, uh, which I think can go sort of one of two ways, right? You, you either feel really guilty for being away from your work and you can't really step back and, and all that. Um, and I think on the other side um, is kind of uh, you sort of disconnect so much that when you come back from the break... Uh, that it's kind of really difficult to pick up from where you left yeah, off. Yeah, or you work through and then don't get a break and or try to balance like working a little bit, re- relaxing a little bit and you don't really get any good <laughs> good uh, feelings when you come back. That's right, that's right, yeah, pretty much. So uh, we thought, why not make an episode on how to essentially enjoy a guilt-free Christmas and how to relax and some practical things that you can do before you leave to try and help with that. And and I think all of this relates to the fact that it's so important to take a step back uh, and to take a breather because, you know, nobody can, can, can really sustain continuous work all year. Uh, and I think the new year, that whole sort of new chapter, it's a good sort of chance to reset and refresh. Uh, but as we said at the start, it can be pretty tricky to do and, and sometimes it might not feel achievable. So this week's episode, we're going to have sort of basically three key tips uh, and some really practical things that you can do before you head off on your Christmas leave uh, to sort of help plan for a relaxing uh, holiday season and for for a smooth return when you do come back. So let's talk about the first part of this, which is around planning for coming back. So let's talk about planning for the comeback. And I think the key thing with this, right, is the fact that uh, you should never underestimate how quickly you can forget things when you when you've oh, taken yes. even just a week off, right? Mm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so there are some things that you can can do. So farm, so we would really recommend to kind of try and wrap up all the little things, the small loose ends that you want to do, like maybe um, to reply to some emails or um, like a paper if you're just in the middle of reading it, maybe to make summary notes that so that you remember which bits of the paper were interesting, right? When you yeah. when you come back, um, and but also for for larger projects, I think you were recommending yeah, to and also just just down. on that final thing of of sort of wrapping up like sort of small loose ends. I think the the really useful thing is to kind of make these summary notes really in your own words. Uh, so. I think again, you, I, I've created, I've been in situations where I've written kind of notes to myself, and then I wasn't really sure what what I was trying to uh, remind myself of when I came back, you know, after after a week or two. So, um, you know, when you write these notes, make make sure to use your own words. So, just say really descriptively, um, you know, I was in the middle of reading this paper because it was interesting for this particular mm-hmm. argument that I wanted to do 
Um, mm. And just just write a really kind of avoid. It's very tempting when you do these notes to just put a load of bullet points down, which is good. But then also just adding some extra explanation to yourself. Right. Super, really, really useful, I found. I, th I think it's okay, with these small things, it's quite nice, right? It feels quite satisfying to finish like little things like, mm. oh, just sending out this little email or just, yeah, it's quite satisfying if you can get something finished before the break. But what about like these larger things, you yeah. know, that are not possible? You can't just from one day to the other finish I don't know your research proposal or your thesis or something so I think that's that's right. sometimes harder yeah. to go back to right so what, what so yeah so with those that? I think the, the main thing is and we've talked about this a lot in the sort of recent weeks around breaking larger tasks down into smaller tasks right and uh, sort of looking at rather than saying complete this chapter you say instead you know, complete this particular argument or this particular uh, sentence or this particular um, part of a smaller part of a chapter. Uh, and so breaking down things into the smaller tasks will really help you kind of understand at what point you, you're going to break for the Christmas, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so leaving notes for yourself, as I said, in plain language, crucially explaining why you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you know where you are in this list of smaller tasks, you can say, okay, I'm going to complete this particular argument before I go. And then I can see very clearly that when I return, I have these tasks mm. left to do on this bigger one. Right. For me personally, I mean, you, you mentioned that, that you sometimes don't know what the notes meant again, when you go back to it. But I think, yeah, just having a note, whether it's like electronically or like written on paper, but having it in a really nice and clear format, like little tasks that you can tick off. Um, so rather than having like little scribbled notes like where you can't read the handwriting anymore yeah. like tons of little notes i think just having one good list uh, where you, that you can um like um work through and maybe starting with the easier task right because sometimes i think it's harder to go back to a more difficult task like just starting when you come back with like these little things it's easier so you can already categorize your list in a way that um, that helps you to smooth into <laughs> that's into pretty much it Yeah, exactly that. And I think the, and then this all really ties into that final thing around, you know, take this chance as you're, you know, looking to break for the Christmas to review your Gantt chart, right? And, mm. uh, you know, the Gantt chart, so your project plan, mm. your, your project timeline, whatever you, you might call it. Um, and I think, you know, the main thing is, you know, especially at this time of year, you know, don't stress if it's not quite where you want it to be. You know, that's, that's okay, right? I mean, nearly all plans don't go to plan. And that's fine. You know, that's just part of doing a PhD, which is naturally a very, very difficult thing to do. I think you're right. Like having, I think it, it should not be a stressor. It should be something actually helping to relax a little bit that you have everything that you need to do to finish your PhD in the scan charts. And if you update it for the next year, then you can like relax a little bit because you have it under control in the way that you know what to do and you allocate time for it next year yeah that, that, that's exactly it um and i think you know again this really if you know once you've once you've done this process of updating it uh you you'll be able to sort of see quite clearly okay this is where i'm taking a break and and this is as you say what i will get back to in the new year mm. and i think those three things you know wrap up these small loose ends uh you know break down the tasks into smaller tasks and of course hopefully that's all linked to your gantt chart um I think that's one of the easiest yeah. things you can do to sort of plan for a comeback. And I think also for days to um, really 
organized your, your the, the days that you're taking off to really say, okay, today I'm not going to open my laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, rather yeah. to go into this mode where you say, maybe I do a little bit um, and then you either, you, you don't really relax, but you also don't get a lot of work done. But I think to really make a firm decision, okay, these days I will not do work on those days. I will do work or even if you say, okay, every day, um, if you really think you can't take a break, then every day I will work one um, hour in the morning or so and then the rest I'll take off just to make a plan for yourself so that you really can relax in those times with yeah. that you spend with family, friends or just by yourself. <laughs> it's true. And I think, yeah, really think of this time as a different time to your regular working time. And I think it's really important to go in with that mindset that this is this is good for you. It's good for you to take that mm-hmm. break. And the majority of your time should be really focused yeah. on the relaxing side and if as you say have to do some work then plan in those times but really make sure that you prioritize that time with family and friends and and or you know just to have time to yourself yourself and and to have that time away it's really important i really remember my first christmas and during my phd and i was not doing what we are saying now to you i was um, working on this essay i had to write for one module and um, i really stressed about it in the end it had nothing really to do with my phd we just have to complete certain modules but you don't really have to have a great mark on it but yeah it was the first the first time and um yeah i remember i came back then to work and hadn't really relaxed because i had continually been doing this essay um so that's one thing i regret and hope you will do better yes that's right (laughs) so uh take the time to relax and enjoy and by having this plan for the comeback by spending a few hours now planning for what's going to happen when you return you can be relaxed with the peace of mind that you know exactly you're going to hit the ground running when you return and which can be a big load off your shoulders so the next thing we want to talk about and and something we think is really important to do as we approach the end of the year is reflecting on your progress so let's talk about reflecting on your progress and i think this is one of those things that a lot of people naturally like to do as we come to the end of the year it's like one of those moments where you kind of think how the year's gone and and potentially what the year ahead is going to be i think that's the thing i think a lot of people just focus on next year what do i want to do better i or i think a lot of people have a lot of expectation for the next year saying oh i will do this better and i will do this better i think as you say it's so important to also like think about all the things that you have done that you have achieved um, this year despite all the challenges that you might have faced um, this year and especially with the COVID yeah yeah let's well. not let's not this yeah. has been an incredibly difficult year for, um, mm-hmm. especially for PhD students working in these kinds of conditions where you might have you know limited contact with your supervisor and all sorts of things that are happening uh, because of this uh, and so yeah I think that's a really good point you know take and and this is the whole point on reflecting on progress is put some time aside to reflect on what you've actually achieved and, and the amazing things that you've actually done. And yeah. so, you know, I think one of the techniques that we mentioned, and amazingly, I think one of our followers on Twitter also tagged us in a post that they had done and, and they had seen this in a, in a similar seminar is this idea of role listing, right? Mm. And kind of um, realizing that you're more than, than just a PhD candidate which Mm. is in itself a very impressive thing but the point is you know that the fact that you play other roles in your life like you you might be a a brother or a sister or a daughter or a son um you could be a volunteer at a charity you're probably you know friends with um 
many people mm. you might be a best friend to one really good friend and uh, you know you play all these different roles and the phd is just one part of those roles and so that's one this kind of role listing technique which is just spending five minutes thinking about these different uh roles that you have in your life is a very good way of trying to really taking a step back and appreciating all of the things beyond just the phd and i think it's a very good way to try and to try and relax as well when you realize actually my phd is is one really cool part of my life but it's not everything yeah, definitely. I would fully agree with that. And one more thing to add, maybe for those who have like New Year re- resolutions or so, um, is that you could also think about what are the things that really work well for you this year in your PhD. So what are the things that you would like to continue doing next year? But also what are maybe things where you want some kind of change or improvement, then be really specific. Don't just say, I'm going to work more than this year. What, what is really going to help you um, improve um, your yeah, performance is the wrong word, but yeah, also your satisfaction just in, in how the way that you work. And so what do you want to start doing and what do you want to maybe stop doing next year? Yeah, I think so Just write it down yeah. maybe on a little note and put it on your computer when you come back. You have things there that, yeah. Really, yeah, okay. really good idea. And of course, yeah, the final thing is really to appreciate all the things that you have actually achieved in the in the doctorate. And this can be... Um, it can be a little bit misleading because I think a lot of people then just focus on really the big things like, mm-hmm. oh, I published in a journal or I presented at this amazing conference. But actually, you know, really think about everything you've done, like big and small, right? So, for example, let's take this conference example, right? If you if you did submit to a conference and present at a probably a hybrid conference this year, that's great. But think about all the things that led to that point, right? Mm-hmm. You, you did preparation you probably ran a study right you did maybe some recruitment or you were able to successfully organize your lab samples or (laughs) you were able to you know perhaps you prepared some questions and spoke to a new contact or you networked or you sent an email to a professor somewhere and maybe they replied to you as well all of these little things like sending an email or networking or saying hi to someone new and and connecting these are all achievements that have ultimately progressed your phd further and and there may not be a big huge uh you know step change in your phd but that you know all together these small steps add up to something really amazing and so taking that time to really appreciate look, you've actually done a whole bunch of stuff this year. Um, it's really important. Yeah, and especially I think for those who are in their first year in their PhD as well, um, where you maybe haven't collected data yet or haven't started the study yet, but getting a plan together and think about like developing your research question and objectives um, coming up or learning about methods, maybe doing training. This is all really important stuff that I think you might not feel that you're making that much progress in your first year. But yeah, that these are all achievements and you should be proud that you got it done this year. Yeah, exactly. So that links very nicely to our, the final thing that we're going to talk about, which is, uh, and it's not really a tip, it's more just a bit <laughs> of a, a bit of a do it and, <laughs> and hopefully a bit of a sort of motivational speech almost. Uh, but it's essentially... It's time to relax. So the last point we want to talk about is how to relax or essentially the importance of relaxing. Right. Um, And as we said at the top of the show, this is really important. Right. And uh, as we mentioned, it's been a tough year for everybody for many different reasons. Right. Um, You know, let's 
you know, shout out to you know all of the listeners who are in similar situations to us who you know haven't been able to visit their family all year um, who haven't been able to connect with mm. people as you usually and do I, I think that can sometimes be tempting right if you feel you can't maybe see your family so you have to i don't know isolate and be alone this christmas then you might think oh if i don't have um like my friends and family around me then i might as well do work and not take a break because I don't spend have that quality time but I think um yeah that that can be a bit dangerous in the way that you don't um like time time for yourself then to really relax and get a break so even I think if you can't have that wonderful Christmas that you might have imagined or you don't have your family around please still maybe take time to just read something watch tv I don't, don't know do something that you really enjoy um doing uh, or spend some time online with family and friends don't think just because You can't see family. You do have to work now. That's that's exactly it. And I think there's a perhaps there's a balance here around. You know, yes, you know, as we said, you might have to do some work, right? There mm. could be some deadline that's early January that means you have to work. But I think having that kind of organized thought about it um, is quite important. If you really enjoy, of course, doing a particular part of your PhD perhaps it's a really exciting part that you really want to carry on I think that's also fine but I think the main message we want to say is really don't feel guilted into feeling like you have to right mm -hmm. this is a time to take a step back and look I think ultimately a PhD in the most ideal of times with no global pandemic going on is not an easy thing to do right mm -hmm. and so in this kind of time it's it's even more difficult um and it's it's really and i think the final message we want to sort of leave with the, uh, leave with you guys is you know it's normal for things to not have worked out how you expected it to right and and anyone and we've said this so many times anyone you look at and compare yourself to and think wow like everything in their phd seems to be going so perfectly and on time and it looks all great it's it's just not true that that does not exist a phd which doesn't which where something doesn't go wrong mm. right and so don't let that put you down you've made amazing progress this year and hopefully with these kind of tips that we've mentioned around you know planning for when you return but also mm. taking that time to reflect on your progress will really help you appreciate just what an amazing thing you've done in, in a really difficult time uh, so don't let those kind of comparisons drop your confidence really take pride in, in what you've achieved yeah and one more tip maybe um i don't know whether you have experienced that aaron but <laughs> i feel sometimes if i switch off or like like take a holiday you can't help but sometimes still think about your work or mm. um yeah the phd um and then you might have really good ideas or questions that somebody else that you never thought about relate to your phd project so um then maybe you can just have like a little notebook or lying around where if a thought suddenly comes to your head or a really good idea just to write it down and then let go of it again and just yeah. like not to obsess about it but i think it's okay when thoughts arise um just let them come and let them go again yeah it's really almost like a dream journal right just to capture those fleeting yeah. thoughts as they arrive um so hopefully this has given you some practical things to consider uh, as we as you sort of lead into the christmas break take it easy Don't let your confidence drop. Don't feel guilted into doing work. And really take a moment to really be proud of everything you've achieved this year. So here we are. This is actually the last episode of 2021 of How to PhD. Um, I mean, just reflecting on this year, I mean, we launched in April and, and it's been a phenomenal uh, year for the show. Um, so we're incredibly grateful. Thanks 
talking about reflection. Incredibly grateful for all of you for listening to the show. And, and we really hope that you can take these episodes into the new year and, and, and really go in with a lot of confidence and pride. So it's been our energy giver as well. It, it really so has. Yes, about that. Yeah. It, it really has. It really has. So the next episode is actually going to be on the 17th of January 2022 which is Mm -hmm. crazy to say 22. Um, And I guess all that's left to say is if you celebrate Christmas, have a wonderful time. Uh, Otherwise, have a wonderful holiday season uh, and a very happy new year. And we will see you all in a month. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah.